welcome, survivors of the apocalypse. You've made it to the Zcast. You're home for the zombie apocalypse, and we're glad you made it here safely. We'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 11, Corporate Retreat. I am Brad, and joining me on this adventure through Z Nation are... Susan. And Rhiannon. And if you love you some zombies like we do, go ahead and drop us a five-star review on whatever podcatching program you're using. Those reviews not only help us get noticed, but help out the show as well. The more people know about Z Nation, the better. And let us know what you thought of the latest episode with a voicemail at 470-30-ZCAST. That's 470-309-2278. Leave the podcast a voicemail at znationpodcast.com or send us Zmail at znationpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr, zcastpodcast.tumblr.com. Friday nights, live tweet the show with us at Zcast fans and tag us in your tweets, hashtag Zcast, and they just might end up on our feedback segment. You can also join us on Facebook for episode discussion and zombie fun, uh, facebook.com slash group slash Z Nation podcast. And this week's episode was called Corporate Retreat, and the re- director it was Jody Minstock, who's going to be on the show today. And the writer was, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, but I think it's M- Micho Rutare, or Rutare. <laughs> so sorry. Anyways, the synopsis. On the run from zombies and forest fires, Team Bite Mark arrive at a hotel filled with survivors of a corporate retreat. Motivational speaker Dr. Gideon Gould rules the groups con- with rules with group consensus and a rain stick. But when Murphy is mysteriously shot, the corporate way doesn't offer a solution to the attempted murder or the zombies attempting to break in. Alrighty. A lot of good shots on this one. Mm-hmm. Awesome opening. Awesome, yes. Uh, we got a voicemail that came in. I'm going to go ahead and play that right now and get that by here. Um, it came from Donna, and she did it through our through online. You know, you can do it through the website. Little interruption in there. I you'll hear it. I think you know, Citizen Z still doesn't have the whole entire network up and running correctly anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this may have had some little effect on it. He's getting there. I understand. You know, cleared out those Z's up there, but. The network will be up here soon. So I'm going to go ahead and play this voicemail. Hey, guys. Just thought I'd stop by to say thanks for doing the show. I really like the podcast, and uh, I think Anastasia is amazing. Um, I really love Z Nation probably because it's not the same old shambling zombies every week, and it's more dynamic and, like, exciting things are happening, just drama. And uh, you guys always seem to touch on things that I wonder about myself, so... I just wanted to say thanks and tell you guys have a great week and I can't wait for the next Zcast. All right. Thanks, Donna. She actually sent that in last week after our last episode, so that's awesome. Very thanks. nice. Yeah. Well, over on Twitter, we uh, heard from Lainey. She said that about this episode, it's the game of Clue Z Nation style. Nice. And I, I loved that that recreation of the uh, of the crime. That was awesome. <laughs> the zombie in the in the in the uh, with the rain stick in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> oh, I probably got to read one now, huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, if you want it. Uh, on the Twitter, I'm uh, not on Twitter. On the Facebook, uh, Lance and I were doing a little chat during the episode. You can come join me there too. You know, there's Twitter and there's Facebook. We talk, uh, we discuss the episode on Facebook. But Lance said, "Lady in Red still has a watch on." Three years later, why? Well, my idea was the fact that you need to know what time it is because the last thing you want to do is be stuck out in the dark with a bunch of zombies, right? Never mm-hmm. good. And they have self-winding watches. And, and re- even if it's not working anymore, if it had sentimental value. Right. You know. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. You could maybe trade it also. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Especially if it's self-winding. Can you imagine? Exactly. Somebody would want that. It, you, it's also good in case you're you're stuck somewhere and, you know, you need you, emergency purposes. You can always break and get the little glass out, and you have your little shard of glass. You can cut your rope off or something. Multiple. So basically, if you're a MacGyver, you need to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's a survival yeah. tool. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, cool. MacGyver and the apocalypse. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with that. And if you have, like, a stick of gum, you can make it a, a comic bomb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Natalie says uh, in, Rev- in uh, Revelation of Addie's Bisexuality, that she has a veritable apocalyptic buffet of shipping possibilities, but she's still shipping Addie and Citizen Z, though. All right. Well, you got to keep your options open in the apocalypse. You know, not that many people around. <laughs> I thought it was cute when they were in the closet together. So, yes. <laughs> it threw some people off on Twitter. They're like, "She's a lesbian now." I'm like, eh, most likely after her love affair with Max, she's probably bisexual. <laughs> But uh, she's a cutie. If I swung that way, I'd be checking her out, too. <laughs> uh, we had we got, we got some international people that were on the Facebook group. Uh, I'm probably going to say this right. I think it's Stefan Larson. Or maybe it's, I, yeah, I think it's that way. Uh, the He says he's over in Sweden, which is pretty awesome. And basically says he didn't have anybody to talk about the show, but now he has the Zcast. So, hi. Yes. He says... We are his own Citizen Z. We try to keep things running. And there you go. I'm like, I'm good with that. We can we can handle it. We'll take care of things. We'll let you know all about the show and everything else. So there you go. Yes, Thanks for listening. Glad to have you. Awesome. Yeah. And also uh, over uh, that way, <laughs> another <laughs> Stefan uh, said he managed to get some people into Z Nation, but only but only online uh, and. He's over there in Germany where he lives. Uh, Roberta Warren is great, like always, uh, he said. And he's constantly wondering about what Dr. Kurian is up to. We saw him last time in the Z-Weed episode. That's correct. I have a, And he has a bad feeling about him. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I think we get to see him again soon. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kurian. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of hinted about that. We, we had him on not too long ago. Right. He's like a roach. He doesn't quite disappear. <laughs> you know, you can't quite kill him. Right. I mean, he's going to come back. And I, I don't. Was he in the preview for next week? He was. He was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, next- a couple um, a couple episodes ago, that was uh, episode four of this season, right? Mm-hmm. When we had uh, Donald Corrin on, who plays the uh, the good doctor or the evil doctor, however you want to go with it. The Mad Doctor. The Mad Doctor. <laughs> I don't know. Doc was kind of in the Mad Doctor phase today. <laughs> oh, he my was, gosh. I love that. Uh, I little, love that whole, like, what are you doing? Well, it's a blood, blood transfusion. Tra- yeah. <laughs> with, this, with the duct tape and holding and 
<laughs> Ingenuity right there, I'm telling sure. you. Sure. Sure, it'll work. Not like he's, I'm saving him. It's the apocalypse. Got to experiment. And they come in there like, oh, all righty then. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and get into the discussion of this wonderful episode. How's that sound? Cool. That sounds great. Uh, what'd you think? Good? Yeah. I liked it. I, I, I enjoyed the uh, the opera, the <laughs> Z-killing by opera. That was like one of my favorite parts. I'm like, that's the best zombie-killing music ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was appropriately dramatic. And mm-hmm. it just flows. You got a little slow-mo going there. We got some more bullet time going on, which like is awesome. 10K's magic bullet. Yeah. Just shot <clears> one <throat> zombie. one bullet. Bounced off uh, of Doc. Yeah. That was pretty funny. The necklace that the um, medicine woman gave him. Oh, uh, okay. That's what it, the in the last episode. Okay. 10K's uh, new gun that he has there. Oh, yeah. And, and Roberta Warren has a new um, shirt, which is good because the other one was just about gone. Right. <laughs> it was going and going and going. She still needs a new bra. She does. Oh, my God. I was watching <laughs> with my, second bra. My friend with my friend Cody is always like, her boobs must hurt so much after shooting these action scenes. <laughs> yes, I was thinking the same thing. Oh my God. As a big breasted woman, I have to concur. They probably really do. Yeah. Right up there at the <sighs> beginning when she had her Baywatch moment going on. Oh, oh yeah. I was. So you were thinking Jeez. Baywatch, we were thinking practical. <laughs> we were thinking practical thinking, paint stuff. I yeah. was thinking practical also because I, I listened to y'all talk about how she needs a new bra. So I was thinking that, but I'm watching it going, she could probably use a new bra. <laughs> 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 Just, sports bra, She's something so like that. Gorgeous. Though. You think those oh sports bras would be taken by everybody, I believe. So. You know, that would be the first thing. If there's this apocalypse, I would be like breaking into a store to get all the sports bras. <laughs> yeah, a, a supply, you know, to make myself, yeah. I um I thought the intro was really good and I again the 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 one thing I love about this show is you don't have to sit around for episode upon episode upon episode to get to an action sequence. You know what I mean? Or it's there. What Every- happened to your favorite character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you see Carl's uh, cute little I did. tweet? Yes. Uh, Carl Schaefer tweeted uh, or was it Craig? One of the two. It was, I think me. It was Craig. Oh, it was Said Craig you, we we don't make you wait to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To your wait, character. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I like that they always have like these really nice, well choreographed, fun uh, zombie killing scenes in every episode. There, that's 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 all I want is to see zombies getting whacked. And um, it's, it appeared that there was a forest fire. That there was a wildfire going on. Mm-hmm. Because they said uh, we need to stay here till the fires let up. Right. Well, I caught so. that it was a fire kind of right off the way they were. Yeah. Going. Um, they, you had the mask on, and they kind of had the hazy. Well, they mm-hmm. had the haziness and like the uh, the orange filter going on thing. So you got that but, idea. Because wasn't that a great shot though of the zombies coming out of that orange smoke? Oh, it was great. And you got to realize mm-hmm. that's a uh, a realistic thing. You would have these wildfires just going on because no one's gonna. Stop them. Take care of them. And yeah. in this episode, we're down in, they are, I just had it here. Got to check your map. Yeah, I'm checking the map. They are near the Arizona-Mexican border south of Flagstaff. Oh, okay. So they, you know, they didn't really go too far since last episode, but enough to get a, lose their car somehow. 
Right. Well, Doc's <laughs> Doc's wound wasn't very well healed. I mean, it was healing, but he oh, still yes. had a he had a, a scab still on his head. So interesting. I didn't notice this on the map before, and it could have been there the whole entire time, but I don't think it was. What is it? So if you go to sci-fi.com, Z Nation, and click on the map, you can see the map of their circle around the world that they've been doing. The star is on the map for Mount Wilson CDC Lab. Mm-hmm. That's been there. It has been there. I guess I haven't noticed because their little yellow dot hasn't been that close to it before. Oh. It's like, <laughs> They're you getting know, closer. <laughs> it's just to the left, like a state. They're, well, they're not separated that far, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Go west. Go west, okay, go west young man. Go west. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I, I kind of like that they have like the, the nature elements coming into play, like, you know, the the fires would would i mean things like that would i mean can you imagine some of the stuff that would happen i mean there, there's no humans there to maintain dams and stuff like that eventually mm-hmm. things are gonna break down and all oh, right right and that yeah that nuclear plant last year yep <laughs> yep things gotta and, get fixed <laughs> i thought it was interesting uh to um how uh murphy showed again that he still has control over the uh, disease, you know. Yeah, that was very interesting because, you know, in the beginning he, he connected with them. And then when he had his concussion, when he was unconscious, then they all started coming around the hotel. And uh, so I, maybe that was part of his, part of the connection or I, I'm not sure I had that it theory. would have happened that's a, that's if he actually, hadn't connected with them in the beginning. They have that kind of, they actually, in the photos on Z Nation, they kind of explain that, too. They answer that. It, it says here in one of them, it says, it turns out that Murphy's dreaming of the tribe that he lost at the Grand Canyon is just attracting disease to the hotel. Okay. So I think he's putting out his feelers out there, right? And he's doing his Murphy dreaming thing. He's like, I can save them. Stop. Come with me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's, as he's doing it, he's just drawing everybody in. I also okay. kind of wondered if he was, uh, when he was asleep, he kind of saw himself as part of him. And I was kind of wondering if he, like, if he's kind of part of the zombie network or the zombie internet, if he can actually, like, maybe <laughs> jump around from the various zombies. Like, how, is he... He's like, I had the weirdest dreams. Was he seeing through their eyes? You know, was he seeing what they're going through? I was kind of curious about that because there's a few scenes where I kind of got the impression that possibly he he could, like, remotely access them. So, I don't know. It could be. But I did I did think the group, in the minute they got into the hotel, I just knew that if I had been there, I would have wanted to hurt them a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All of them. Right? Right. How dare you not let us in? Okay, Doc's experimenting. Doc's, is, well, after Murphy gets shot, you got to love the fact that he's, the, the tape, the thumb in the tape, it's like, suck oh on the, God. you started out with a sucking on the uh, rag, like a. Yes. That was great. Doc's that totally fantastic. going mad scientist. He's going totally mad doctor. And then his excuse, well, it's the apocalypse, you know. Exactly. <laughs> what have you got to lose? Messing around with Murphy. Why not? It'll work. I thought that was, there's a lot of stuff I really kind of liked that it was, uh, that connects us back kind of to um, 
like even like Gideon Gould, the guy, the motivational speaker, he basically tells us who each one of our characters are and what they've experienced and what what shadows them as they're going through the apocalypse. I really liked that because it was a nice reminder that of because we don't always, you know, each episode does kind of focuses on one or two of the characters, not all of them at once. So it's kind of like a really nice rehash of this is what they've all been through. This is mm-hmm. what they've lost. This is their role in the group. You know, I, I really like that part, especially if you're just tuning in. You may not have watched the show before. It was a really nice moment. Yeah, yeah, it was for that. But then, you know, I mean, he could say that pretty much about anybody who walks in there because the, at this point, four years into it, who hasn't experienced loss? I automatically right. wanted to hit him with the stick when he started saying that because I had yeah. a supervisor who used to be like that and try to tell you who you are. <laughs> And seriously just wanted to take the rain stick and just beat him to death. Well, I thought it was funny because he got it right, some of it right, you know, about about, uh, 10K and uh, Murph. Because there is so much bad blood between them. I like the part where 10K was like, you know, I will kill him when the time comes, but this is not the time. Oh, Mm -hmm. that was pretty. But but the funnier part that I was kind of laughing at was the fact that Gideon was basically, he was also kind of pulling a sketchy. You, yeah, you're yeah. a stand-up guy. <laughs> you. <laughs> he was. <laughs> you take it right from the heart. <laughs> Sketchy kind of missed out there. He could have, you know, done that. He could have, you know, just run around with a rain stick, you know. Right. That must be, that should be his new con. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hit people with it. Oh, my God. And I love the part where he's like, oh, no, I am not the leader of this. I'm like, uh-huh. They all get their say. Mm-hmm. Sure they do. So Iggy was the one that was hiding. Well, he was in charge of the food. Mm-hmm. Of course, he gets blamed for the shootout going on because, you know, somebody's stealing food there. I like the explanation of how once they did the crime scene investigation, which, you know, Vasquez came in to explain that he used to be a cop, of course. So mm-hmm. all up in the murder scene. How the bullet went through Murphy's shoulder and then hit. What's his name? I like Murphy the, dropping the his Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Twinkie, yes. Hitting the other guy behind. So he kind of got some Murphy blood thing going on there. So he didn't die automatically. Uh, one of my the hilarious moments in the whole thing was, you know, Doc's explaining the guy that got shot in the chest. He's like, he's breathing. I don't know how you do that when he got shot through the, you know, lung, but whatever. And it's, <laughs> and it's zombie science right there. There's your answer. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> There were some freakouts on Twitter too when Murphy got shot. They're like, "Dear Murphy, better happen to Murphy!" Oh my god, it was pretty funny. Like they kill Murphy off. I really think he's immune to death. They could prove me wrong, but I. Well, if the other guy got shot through the chest, I think Murphy can kind of live. That's what I. Yeah, thinking. yeah, that's I figured. It's going to take a lot to kill Murph. Ten <laughs> K would probably find a way to do it. <laughs> Right. Well, that's when they blame 10K for shooting him. And he's like, I'll kill him. It's just yeah. not going to be today. I liked Iggy. I thought he was a good character. I, I, You know, the fact that he got punished for stealing a few candy bars. But the, the, the scene that was really chilling was when they ran him out of the hotel. Like, they just like, oh, no, he's guilty. That's it. We're done. There's no more investigating. No more. Just we've picked the, the weakest of the pack and we're going to throw him out. Joining us now is Jody Binstock, co-founder of GoTo Digital Media, director of this episode, and co-executive producer of Z Nation. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. So happy to be here. 
Glad to have you back. We had you last season, uh, episode 13, I believe it was, when we had you on here. We talked a little our, bit about our, the, end of the show. tour de force, huh? Yeah. Our season finale. It was great. We loved it. Was it was when we were in withdrawal already waiting for season two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Congrats on season three, by the way. Thank you very much. We're very excited. We are too. We were so excited to hear that. It was the best thing ever. We were like, thank you. Yes, more. Cool. And Brad, yeah. Go ahead. Brad, renewed, Brad renewed the podcast at the same time, so yeah. we were happy. <laughs> so, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll keep going. We'll do the podcast awesome. as long as the show's on. We're good to go. Cool. Very cool. As long as it's not ER and 20 years later, we're still doing it. Which would still be cool, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I remember back in the day when... <laughs> 10K was a little whippersnapper. Yeah, 10K is now older than Doc and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Changed his name to 100K and yeah, it's this whole thing going on there. <laughs> That's great. Because he, he's at 5,000 now, so when he, when he gets to 10K, I know uh, last... Season, he said he was going to change his name to Jeff or something. That's right, so. Jeff. So why? Because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the way to go. So I don't know. W- w- will he pick a new number or will he go with Jeff? Who knows? It's funny. We may actually be able to see next year or whenever. It's true. It's true. All right. So uh, in in choosing all the the directors for this why did why did they choose you for this uh this episode or did you pick it well i i actually picked it sort of um it was a timing thing mostly you know when you're producing a show it's very hard to get a window uh free enough to uh, to take it takes a long time to prep an episode then you shoot it and then you have to post it so um you've got to have a a large enough window to be able to give the time to it that it deserves. And that worked out perfectly in my schedule. So, um, and then I was thrilled because, uh, I got to work with Anthony Michael Hall, which, you know, was a childhood favorite, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it all worked out terrifically. It was very exciting to see who was going to be on the show. And I like the fact that we're getting, uh, we're getting more people to show up on Z nation. And it's great. Love it. Yeah, it is. It is kind of fun, though. There's a there's two minds about it that on one hand, it makes it seem more like a TV show, um, you know, a a typical TV show, as opposed to these characters that you've never really met before. And you can completely immerse yourself in them. So what do you guys think about that controversy? I like both. I like, I mean, I, if it was like every episode was a special guest star, I would wear off and it wouldn't be so much fun. But um, when, uh, you know, you have genre favorites show up or childhood favorites show up every once in a while, it's kind of fun. It was fun seeing him on. I, I really liked it. Yeah, he was terrific. He was terrific. I Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. I like that way. I, one of the things I would think would be really cool to have and – I'm sure there's other people out there that think the same thing on like guest stars like that is if they played themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have, right. Yeah. Cause have, they could, <laughs> that could be very cool. Actually. It's a funny idea. Well, you gotta, you gotta think all the actors. Well, we did die. in episode, um, in episode eight. Right. George R. R. Martin. Oh, yeah. George yeah. R. R. 
I, I would love to see uh, like Ken Foray or Galen Ross, you know, somebody from the original Romero film show up. But I think well, wait till you see episode 12. There will be a, a funny, uh, it's not them themselves, but you'll get a kick out of it. Hold on one second, would you? Sure. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. Okay, sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, there will be a there will be something funny for you to look for in in episode twelve. Okay, looking forward to that then. Yeah. So the music chosen for the intro was just yes. perfect for running through the burning <laughs> woods while fleeing a zombie horde. Is there any backstory to that? Why that music was chosen? Well, it, there, there's a great story. Um, I wanted to do some something different. I wanted to do a zombie ballet. Um, and so I was talking to the director of photography, Alex Yellen, and I said, I don't, you know, I'm looking for some classical pieces of music, which, you know, on our budget, we also have to care about, you know, licensing and all that. I'm looking for some public domain stuff. And he said, he said, what about Lacme? And I couldn't remember what it was. And he played it for me on my iPhone and I went, oh my God, that's perfect. So we didn't think in a million years we'd get the uh the license to it but this wonderful opera singer in in england said yes to it and so we got to use it it's it's just thrilling it's perfect it's exactly what i had in mind i thought it was brilliant i loved it so much (laughs) i'm so glad it's different you know it's different than you know i think all of the directors have had a good time this year finding their own unique voice to play with on that stuff it was beautiful too Thank you. Thank yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I really had a good time doing that. And so did the actors. They had a great time. I really liked all the smoke effects and the fire and it was great. How about that shattering head zombie? <laughs> that was creepy. That's a pretty sweet special effect, thanks to Jason McKee and his special effects team. I liked yeah. that that whole scene. I liked uh even like the ten K shot, the bullet. Uh, deflecting off of uh, Doc's pendant and all that. that was great. Right, that he got in the last episode, mm-hmm. you know, from the medicine woman. So, the, yeah, we had a good time with, with all that stuff. And then the Vasquez part where you're not sure if he's shooting Warren for a second. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. For for those of us who still don't quite trust him, right? I'm, on, I'm with you <laughs> exactly. on that one. I still yeah. don't trust him. Yeah, Exactly. Well, a lot of that's going to come up in the next couple episodes, so you have that to look forward to. Cool. I also like that Warren got a new shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, wait till next week. You won't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Next week, you have have Gina Gershon on. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Guest starring. So, yeah, it should be fun. Um, yeah, so what else, what else, what other things did you find unique about episode 11? You know, I, I, the, uh, there was a lot of significant looks between Addie and Warren. And, uh, I think women would instantly recognize them. It's the silent language between best friends and sisters, you know, the looks. And, um, uh, we don't see that, those kind of exchanges very often. So was that in the script or was that your choice? That's me. Oh, That's good. The chick getting to, to touch it for a change. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, that was really one of the most important things to me. As a producer, I'm on the set with 
the actors all the time. And we've developed a, a very good relationship. You know, sometimes the directors vary from episode to episode. And there are often times when they'll say, you know, Jody, what do you think? Or um, because I'm there all the time, you know, I'm I'm there watching sort of the consistency of the show as it progresses, um, making sure that the characters stay um, true to their, to what's happening in the timeline of what's going on, but also in the evolution of their own character. Um, and so this was for me, a tremendous opportunity to get to actually exercise the chops of some of that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get to show the inner workings of, um, of the relationships that are going on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I really liked it because, I mean, that's like, I mean, we kind of always known it was there, but it was really, you could really see it in this episode. And I think it was, it made it a lot more, for me, emotional because I knew that Warren was watching out for Addie, but also giving her the space to let her deal with what she needed to deal with. I love that you got that. That's awesome. Right. But she also had her back, you know, like if I have to, I will step in, you know, but she was, you know. Right, it did play through. You could you could tell that a lot on the episode, which is you know great character development. You gotta love it. I love well, it. Well, thank you. That's terrific. That means a lot. That's really great to hear. So, also in this episode, we had the big uh, revelation about Eddie's apparently uh, apparent bisexuality. Was that right. planned since the beginning, or how did it come about? Um, well, and it was to be truthful with you, it was a lot. We shot it a lot more. Uh, revealing than what ended up on the air, um, which is always a frustration for a director. Um, but, uh, you know, that was a studio or a network note, actually. Um, it was, it was just an interesting thing. You know, it, it started off in the writer's room as we were talking about the character development for season two. Um, and, you know, Addie was with Mac and then, went away from Mac and there was a lot of conversation about love in the apocalypse mm-hmm. and you know, that time is sort of truncated and it's, it's surrealistic and you kind of, you know, if, if, if things present themselves, well, there it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it's necessarily that Addie's a bisexual. I think it's that the juice was there and you know, what the heck? It's the apocalypse. That was exactly what I was saying. Is like it's the apocalypse. You got to keep your options open. That's right. You, you may know? not be here tomorrow. Love doesn't well, come very often. So, well, I'll tell. Yeah, I'll tell ahead. you that uh, because I did write about a bisexual character in my zombie trilogy. Um, one of the things that I heard back a lot from my bisexual readers was how much they appreciated that there was a bisexual, a positive bisexual portrayal because bi erasure is very common in media. In, in our society that they just kind of get erased, you know? And so um, I would encourage you to let her be bisexual and say she's bisexual if that's the path she's going to go in the future because I think a lot of your fans that fall into that demographic and the people who support them would really appreciate it. But I, I personally was like, yes, that's awesome. My mom was like, oh, uh, she's like, there, that's totally happening. <laughs> that's so funny. That is so funny. My mom was yeah. totally like, that's happening. That's happening. Yeah, that's so funny. That's great. Um, yeah, that was a wonderful 
there was actually a lot more to that scene in the closet than uh, than got left in the cut. Um, not a lot more, but there was a there was a kiss, which I think somebody tweeted a picture of. Well, we we got an alternate ending yeah. picture. Yeah, that was Daniel Schaefer. He, he tweeted that. Okay. <laughs> so the studio wouldn't uh, the networks that took that out or. Yeah, they just they weren't comfortable with it, so, um, you know, but it's, it's all right. I think I... it still played fine the way it was. You know, yeah. there was there was suggestion, which is sometimes more interesting than reality. You know, yeah. it was funny after seeing that that picture. Then all the all the looks that that Addie was getting when she got back in the van that kind of made more sense to me yeah yeah, oh yeah that was and that was my one of my favorite things that we ended up adding at the end is that when Addie gets back in the van um you see the look from 10k then the look from doc and then one of the things that did get cut out which just crushed me was you go to murphy and murphy goes bouncica wow wow oh yeah yeah that would be a murphy response yeah totally it was so awesome and they made me lose it so what are you gonna do Oh. It was still a really good. Uh, it was a really good moment, and like I said, um, I, I mean, considering you know the climate, uh, uh, things are changing and things are much more open. It was really kind of refreshing. I thought it was, you know, that it, it also was encouraging because you could see that Addie was open to a possibility, and that was really good because that was an indicator that she's getting over Max's death and that she's moving, moving on. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, and I just loved the, the subtlety. I mean, that was one of the things that I really tried to go for was the subtlety of the relationships of, you know, the, the beat with Warren when she falls out of the closet and she said, everything all right. <laughs> um, My mom and I cracked up. <laughs> yeah. I had her improvise a couple of other lines that we didn't end up using, but one was, um, what did she say? It was, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> really that was hysterical um my, my mom's a new watcher i've been taking care of her because she had some medical issues but she just started watching and she she's totally into it by the way now i love it moms <laughs> come on moms that's awesome she's 77 years old watching z nation and loving it so oh that's terrific see if my mom were still here she'd be watching it too it was funny because the scene where Addie gets up on the ladder and she's like, can you spot me? My mom's like, that woman in the red is totally into her. <laughs> That's so hysterical. I love your mother. It was so great. It was like laughing. I was like, That's yeah, I, think, I said, I'm getting that vibe too. My mom's like, it's not a vibe. It's happening. <laughs> That's so cute. That's so cute. But yeah, and the little, the you know, I I really wanted to keep in a lot of, Warren, has so many wonderful looks, like just mm-hmm. the the beats when she's looking at Anthony Michael Hall, you know, in that scene after they throw Iggy out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's got so many wonderful moments that often get cut out. And I wanted to tell a lot of the story by just letting letting the looks take care of it, you know, and not the dialogue. Um, and they, they had a great time doing it. That was that was very uh, satisfying as a director. Um, I the thing that I wanted to say was I really enjoyed um, seeing the 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 difference between how um, the natural dynamic of, of the group has developed as opposed to like that corporate 
structured. Everybody has to behave a certain way and everything. And I liked seeing when it got tough, how one group stood while the other one kind of fell apart. So that was really, that dynamic was really cool because it showed how strong our team is. Right. That's great. Yeah. Great observation. That's exactly right. And our team is strong. The rain stick passing made me immediately hate that guy because it was just what it, I work in the corporate world. And I've had one of those things like there's no Placed way I, in your face. I would not have survived for three years in that place. I would have gone down a different path. I'm leaving. Right. Somebody would have killed somebody. Exactly. Somebody's going to get that stick taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised it took so long. Well, that's why it was so satisfying when Iggy finally had his vengeance. Yes. And wasn't he great, Justin Shankara? Oh, yeah. He was awesome. And I also liked how he killed him not once, but twice. Like, there was no coming back from that. What? <laughs> from that swat. Yep, that's exactly right. Put him down twice. But yep. What, one of the things that I we were discussing this earlier that we really loved was the fact that Doc has turned into the the mad scientist at the moment. Right? <laughs> the mad doctor. Oh, what with, the heck? It's the apocalypse. Well, yeah, with the Murphy blood. Let's try yeah. this and see what happens. I may not have this chance again. That was <laughs> the transfusion yeah. with the duct tape was the best thing I've ever seen on TV. Wasn't that great? <laughs> what did it, what was his line? Um alternative medicine. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just awesome. So They're all hard- wonderful to work with. Was it hard to get someone like uh, Michael Anthony Hall to come on, you know? Anthony Michael. Uh, no. No, he, um, he, was, he was pretty game. You know, he wanted to he – and, he and our showrunner, Carl Schaefer, worked together for years on um, The Dead Zone. Yeah, yeah. And so they had a previous relationship. So I think it was kind of fun for them to reunite, you know. Awesome. That's part of what goes on on our show because we're not we don't have the kind of budgets that The Walking Dead has, and so mm-hmm. you know it's a lot of people calling in a lot of favors. But I went to uh, I went to to acting school with Gina Gershon years and years ago. Um, so you know, and I think Abram Cox, the director of episode um, well twelve and thirteen, was good friends with Missy Pyle. So you know, we kind of call in our favors. I saw that Gina was coming in as Lorena. I was really excited. <laughs> it's like she's going to kill that role. Oh, she's so good in it. She's so good in it. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait for you all to see it. Well, we are definitely looking forward to that one, that's for sure. So I had a question. Like, um, So when you're – because I know you guys film really fast. And how do you find locations? Well, we have an incredible location scout. Um couple of them and our production designer as well. Um, you know, we're shoot up in Spokane, Washington and, um, the production designer grew up there. So they know all these places and, um, our location, uh, scout Debbie Dahlstrom is wonderful. She, um, she found a lot of, of the locations and basically there's like, even now they're out there looking around for next season of, you know, where can we find the next apocalyptic looking, a devastated piece of land, um, which is funny because, you know, Kalita uh, was on uh, a TV show and she, she actually took a lot of grief about a comment that she made about um, the apocalyptic nature of the show. And uh, it's, there are a lot of 
burnt out, you know, things all, well, I guess there are in any town. We just go looking for them, you know. We go looking for, the, the worse the place is, the better. But Spokane <laughs> is actually a gorgeous place. If You'll see, again, in next in the next two episodes, um, we shoot at this gorgeous vineyard that is there in Spokane um, called Arborcrest. Um, that's where the the zero compound is, which you will see next episode. Um, so there's a lot of everything mansions as well as, uh, as these terribly, like a lot of the place we shot this year was this uh, huge, humongous place called Kaiser that used to be an aluminum factory that is no longer, that's defunct now. Perfect for the apocalypse, you know, Mm -hmm. perfect for us. Um, so they're great about it. And the, and the city of Spokane is so wonderful in helping us, you know, they, they make it really easy to shoot there. So is it, was the interior of the hotel a real hotel or is that a yeah, set? Yeah, it was a real hotel that they were actually rejuvenating. Um, and uh, their claim to fame was that John Kennedy slept there once. <laughs> <laughs> and now they had a Z Nation episode cast. Yeah, so yeah. Now, they have, now they can. Yeah, now they have that PR to give them. <laughs> they can go with that. Um, but yeah, it was a real hotel. It's a great looking uh, location, don't you think? Oh yeah, that's. I thought it was. I thought that you'd have to probably build a set, but I was thinking, well, they film so fast. Yeah, you, you wouldn't really would have location. T- yeah, I didn't think you'd have you'd have time. The only stuff that we do that. Yeah, I mean, but the, the art department is absolutely phenomenal on our show. The stuff that they pull off on the the speed and the budgets that we do is just crazy. Like let's like the um, the hotel that we shot episode two in um, the uh, you know the action packed episode that was just nonstop action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that's. Light. Old burned out. It's called the Trade Winds Motel there, and in its day, it was probably gorgeous. But now, you know, kind of gone to hell. Lucky for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna. We have lots of um, lots of locations. We actually went to a different part for the last episode. We went to uh, near the ocean because Spokane is on the eastern part of the state. Um, but we went, uh, we went to the sea for episode thir- fifteen. That's a little, a little tip of where, of where we're headed. That sounds like it's by that big red star on the map that's online. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there the you map. go. <laughs> that Z Nation map that I follow every week to figure out where everybody's at. Yeah, probably, probably. I haven't looked at that. I should, I should look at that. I, I love the Z Nation map online. I love it because it just shows the tra- how everybody travels around and where they've gone to. And I think it really helps go. Okay, we're here now. <laughs> just yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big saver. Um, Citizen Z, can you tell us anything about that? Um, he we're going. We'll see him again in. In the next episode, um, that stuff we do have to to build a little bit. Um, not build, but it's we have to do a lot with snow, you know, manufacturing mm-hmm. snow in the summer um, and stuff like that. Um, 
But uh, DJ is absolutely wonderful to work with, and he loves doing the show. He has such a good time. Um, and his storyline is going to get very interesting. Okay. Good. <laughs> there's yeah, a, yeah. There's a lot of questions on his character. I mean, people are like, want to know more. I know. I, I've had people ask us, like, when you know, when are we going to find out more? I was like, I don't know. Hopefully soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would love yeah, to see Yeah, it's – um, and part of that was because his schedule was so hard this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing Man in the High Castle, and it was really hard to get time with him. Um, but uh, it's good. You'll like it. You're going to like what, what happens. Sounds good. Can't wait to see that one. Yep. Um, but, yeah, he's a delight to work with. Just so is – sorry. No, no, I was no. wondering if there was any, like, is there a possibility of seeing uh, any of the characters that we've seen in season one and season two that survived? Are they going to show back up? Like, we're still waiting for Brittany. <laughs> from, <laughs> welcome to the Fubar, the little sniper girl that 10K was exchanging looks with. I mean, you, is never, there... know. you never know who's going to show back up in season three. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, as you know, Sketchy and Skeezy have made their way back. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Sketchy awesome. and Skeezy, the best <laughs> thing ever. We want Sketchy and Skeezy webisodes. Yeah, we've been asking yes. for webisodes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was an idea of Carl's early on of the showrunners um, to do webisodes with Sketchy and Skeezy. Needs to happen. I think when we yeah. had him, when we had Carl on, we were talking about that with him, too. Like, these <laughs> need <yeah>. to happen. <laughs> Begging for it. Yeah. Um. It's not out of the question. Keep begging. Keep, 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 keep those cards and letters coming. And, and the Christmas episode. Yeah, and my Christmas episode. I want a we Christmas want a, episode. A Christmas episode. A I very, like it. A very special Z Nation Christmas episode. Yes. <laughs> Have yourself a very Z Christmas. Doctor Who yes, has a Christmas. Yeah, Doctor Who has a Christmas episode every year. We should have a Z Nation Christmas episode. That's awesome. I'll have to. I'll have to tell him that. <laughs> That's really good. So, so what uh, else? Yeah, what else you guys want to know, talk about? Um, uh, okay, so one of the things that, because I know they lose weapon, they pick up weapons, they change, they keep the basic look of their outfit. So do you, you're an executive producer, so do you talk with the, just the set, I mean, the, the like the costume designers and all that, do they talk to you? Do you guys, is there a, like a consensus that has to come to about how the characters look and what they wear or? Yeah, absolutely. And every episode there's, you know, the, it happened, like you say, it happens so fast, but they're every morning, um, you know, when there are new characters, there's Ashley Russell, who is our new costume designer this year, who is such a badass. She is something else. Um, I think the costumes have taken such a step up this year. It's just crazy. Um, and she'll send pictures, you know, and, and everything gets approved. And uh, the director and predominantly the director and Carl and Steve Graham and myself are the ones that, you know, give the, the thumbs up or thumbs down. Um, and the every, you know, every single episode, once the script is, published then each department takes it and breaks it down and then we'll have production meetings where we talk about you know so for the corporate retreat they've got to be you know kind of in the same clothes that maybe they had a suitcase with them you know when when all the shit went down so you know what they're wearing is still very corporate um 
And then Travis stood out because he was the maintenance guy. Mm-hmm. So if you paid enough attention to those kind of details, they're all there to be to be seen um, and very well thought through. Um, you know, what happens in, uh, it's fresh in my mind, so I keep thinking about the next two episodes, but you won't believe the costumes of the next two episodes. It's stunning what Murphy is in. Um, I'm trying to think of like uh, episode seven. Yeah. The sketchy and skeezy having, um, having sketchy in that top hat, you know, Mm -hmm. that was all very well thought out. Um, I love that top hat. I made me want to go out and get a top hat just to, right. It's so good. (laughs) It's so cool. Um, so yeah, the the costumes are and and the the makeups, you know, the uh the blasters in episode 3, the phyto zombies in episode 4, you know, the the special effects makeup designer Corinne Foster and her team are there I defy anybody to be better than they are in the in the entire industry. They're so good. Yeah, especially That's things- having to do totally different zombies every week. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And taking the time to and figuring mm-hmm. it out, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, That's, it's uh it's great. The zombie makeup is one of the things I love about the show. I mean, it's just so like this last episode that you directed I mean, I just loved all those zombies running around with the smoke. The way they looked was just amazing. And I like <laughs> I like seeing the costume changes because you can see like how they're swapping things out as they go. Like Doc now has the necklace and you know, I was mentioning Warren's shirt kept getting shorter and shorter, and now she has a new one. Um, but I really like Addie's look this season too. I really yeah. Doesn't the, she look great? The yeah, poncho and all that. That's Ashley. Scarf. That's Ashley. awesome. Yeah, and Vasquez and uh, El Scorpion. You know, I mean, it's really yeah. She, they're terrific. They're really, really. They're as good as they get. I have to say, when I found out Amelia Rivera was going to be on the show, I was thrilled to death to, for that to happen. Oh, he's uh, so wonderful. I, I just love that guy. He was He's great. I love him. He, as an actor, he's just awesome. And when we were introduced to his character, it was the best thing ever because he didn't say a word the whole time, but you knew he was the baddest one in the entire place. <laughs> right? Because yeah, he, absolutely. He, bought, he brought a rocket launcher to a zombie fight. Yep, <laughs> and it had one little drop of blood on his suit, right? And on, every, his, on his little sleeve, right, and everybody yeah, else right. was just covered in blood. So it's true. I, yeah. It's true. His character, I've like, I really love. I, I'm so interested in, it, in that whole thing. That's why I'm looking forward so much next week. But then they find out how much land that they actually cover is insane. Yeah, well, they're they're going down south next yep. week. <laughs> Now, this year you're a co-executive producer. So how has your job changed from last year? Um, it, you know, it's, it's busier, but it, the, whole, the whole show is busier. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the titles are kind of funny. You know, they, um, it's sort of the next step up. That's sort of just, that's what happens, you know. Um, but it's given, you know, I think a little more to do would be the best way to put it. <laughs> a it little sounds, more to do. Yep. It sounds like a, a little more to do is a lot. <laughs> right. it, it is a lot. We, I work all the time. We work all the time. 
Um, Even off, but off. it's a it's a darn good job. I'll tell you what. You know, I am not on a factory line, so I couldn't be any more grateful. I have a so, great job. Mm-hmm. So going into the like, y'all are done filming season two, right? So yes. So but we're still we're still in post production. We're still so we've mixed episode thirteen and episode fourteen starts next week, and so we're still we're still thick in the delivery process. So once that's done, then do you get any time off, or do you just cycle no. right into three? Yeah, no time off, no time at all. We, we're going to start the writers' room probably before we even finish delivering episode fifteen. So, yeah, no, it just it's ongoing, which is great. You know, that's all mm-hmm. fine. It's no no complaints. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. So, do we get new cast members, or or I mean, because we've lost some some that we really some love. key members yeah we um, lost some key members this see. Oh, <laughs> it's been so hard you don't know <laughs> i know it's hard believe me when mike when michael welch went that was that killed us all him and t- him too and Passe. oh my god oh. Loss. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it uh you know it keeps on clicking so don't mm-hmm. don't lose faith Interesting stuff is coming. The, Can't wait. The losing of Michael Welch was, it was one of those shocking moments. But then afterwards, it was really kind of funny when you looked back at his tweets that he was doing on Twitter. When as soon as they get separated, he goes, "Ooh, they're separated. That can't be good." And he was like <laughs> leading everybody up to it, but not saying anything. And it was yeah, it's true. it's true. It's ah. true. It's true. Um. Yeah, there's. You'll be surprised at what happens in the next couple episodes. Oh my! Now I'm nervous. I'm worried too. Oh my god! Yeah, it's hard because you know it's like we get we've so attached to these like these characters and right. and we love them and so it's like nerve wracking. Yeah, but, one of the one else. <laughs> it's nerdy. Uh-uh. It's it's a the last episode is pretty cool. I think one of the things that, that like I notice a lot on Tumblr and stuff is you know they the the wittiness of the show the fun the humor and all of that uh, alleviate some of that tension but we still right. live in terror of losing our favorites. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. It's uh, you get attached to them. Everybody does. Um, yeah, they're they're wonderful. And now they're attached to each other, so you know they're a family. Sure. Now. Right. Are you going to direct again? Uh, yes, next year I'll direct. I don't a couple of them. But like I say, it's hard. You know, it's very busy, so it's hard to. But it's my favorite thing is directing, so I, I will definitely do a couple of them next year. Cool. Are you still looking at like a fifteen episode season next year, or you won't know? Until yeah, I think so. I think it's awesome. going to be fifteen. Fifteen episodes, great. Yeah, I think they're going to come out of the box strong and, uh, and, you know, and then I think we're going to do a two-parter at the top of the season and then, then there'll be 13 back to back. Oh, wow. I know the one that we've been kind of talking about and looking forward to is the, the episode from day one. I forget what the, the, yeah, episode 14. That's the next to the last one. Seriously looking forward to that. Yeah, well, Mac will be back, so. 
<laughs> see that's what we're see this wondering. was a wondering that we had about yeah. that yeah because it's like Addie he has to be back I was telling Susan that I was like he has to be back because of Addie's story right, <sighs> he was part of day one right? yes when they met yeah he has to be back I I love the show I think it's great and it I I love this episode because it's, the thing that made it very like touching for me again was the aspects of the of the female friendship shining through and and I would just I I mean I know y'all are going to start planning season three but I love your female characters and I love what you do with them and I I love that they actually have lines and they interact with each other and that they're friends and and they're a vital part each other's backs yeah yeah I really love that I mean because you don't really get to see it a lot especially in the in the genre itself so well thank you that's wonderful I will let Carl know that you know I'm sure you probably did too but tweet that <laughs> you know well, he pays on the attention co- to all the tweets so girl power you know because I mean like if you look at the cover of my zombie book there's two women uh, Jenny and Katie and they're friends so I mean that's the thing I look for in the genre or in horror or whatever is like I love that female friendship that just doesn't really get touched on a lot and just that y'all go there is powerful as far as I'm concerned. Well, thank you very much. I love to hear it. Love to hear it. So anywho, um, well, thank you guys for watching. I sure do love it that you're such fans and that you keep everybody in the loop. (laughs) We try to infect everybody, everybody with it. Yeah. Keep it going because we need you. We need you a lot. Oh, we're here broadcasting, doing the Citizens E thing. So there you go. <laughs> That's right. Right on. Right on. <laughs> so, well, now you get to answer our random question. So you get to pick a number between 1 and 26. 1 and 26, 13. Uh, what was the best thing before sliced bread? The best thing before sliced bread? Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer. Yes. Because then you can make toast. Well, then you have, you have that to make bread. Yes. Not true. <laughs> I'm just well, making the bread and then to make toast. And it was a present <laughs> in my episode. I had to say fire. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you had fire. You, there you go. There you go. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you, guys. It's always fun. And it's... Um, we'll talk to you next season. Oh, yes. most definitely. We'll talk yes. to you next year. Okay. Have a good one. Take care, everybody. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye now. All right, that was our interview there with Jody. It was great. I loved it. She tells us so many cool things. A little bit of inside information there. And, you know, that Exclusives. big... Huh, it's what? Mm-hmm. It's that, we get to find out that, about day one. That big reveal thingy. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, 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 Mac. <laughs> Can you tell I'm excited? But we kind of knew, well, that was a whole thing with the day one when we found out the episode name. We were all like, he has, he to, be has to be there. If yeah. he's not there, it wouldn't make any sense. So Yeah. And had I thought about it at the moment, I would have said, when did you film his scenes? <laughs> right? Because yeah. they, they would have done that earlier in the season, I would think. Unless he just made time for them. Who knows? Unless True. he came back, right? Yeah, he could have had a sing. you got to come back for this episode. Don't shave your head or do anything crazy. Oh, well, he actually could <laughs> shave his head. He grew his hair out. We didn't see him on day one. Hmm. Exactly. Good look anyway. So, next week's episode is about something, right? 
Yes, it is. It's called Party with the Zeros, and the description is Vasquez must face his past. Murphy collides with an old enemy, and La Reina reigns supreme. And Gina Gershom is going to be in this one. Woo-hoo. So, I mean, I did see the sneak peek uh, preview episode at znation.com. And I got to say, she's going to kill this. She's going to be so scary and badass. It's a really interesting look. Yeah, she really does. It's kind of like a Day of the Dead variation with her makeup. It's really cool. So um, yeah, actually, they have the they have one of the pictures out there right now. So you go to sci-fi sci-fi dot com Z Nation, you can see the picture, and it's kind of actually the creepier part about her in the picture is like there's this character, there's another character on the right hand side of her that has a, mm-hmm. a, a sugar skull skeleton thing on, mm-hmm. and her eyes are just the creepiest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just so, one of those, ooh. <laughs> yeah, so if you go to the official Z Nation thing, you can also see a sneak peek of uh, episode 12, and it looks like the group is really in a mm-hmm. bad situation. So yep. it's going to be interesting to see how they get out of there. Well, as long as Dr. Curian doesn't hurt Murphy too much. And <laughs> and I tweeted that to Donald Corrin, and uh, <laughs> he he replied... Well, I'll do my best, but a mad doctor's got to do what a mad doctor's got to do. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be what a great season this has been, though, right? Yes. I mean, season two has really been kicking it. It just seems it like is. it's just going fast, too, which is kind of, I mean, we're 11 episodes in. Yeah, and it's kind of making me sad because I realize we're going to come to the end and it's going to be another long wait until, what, next September, tw- September yes. 2016. So it's kind of like, oh. But at the same time, I'm really, I'm really happy we got a season two and a season three. So, right, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of naysayers for season one, and it it's been proven them the naysayers wrong. So yeah, there's still naysayers, but we don't listen to those people because nah, what do they say? Nah. They they say they we don't listen to them. We don't listen to them because you know they're dumb. Right, there's that. <laughs> they're dumb. They're not listening to us, so we don't listen to them. So yeah, there you go, yeah. right there. How's that sound? All right. Well, uh, kind of cool that you know holiday week next week, and we still have Z Nation on, and it's not waiting until another week, which is awesome. So we'll be back on. We'll do the. Well, we we record on Sunday. Get your stuff in. Tell us about. Tell us what you thought about the episode. We want to hear from you. That's right. Susan needs stuff to read. <laughs> we want to hear how much turkey you ate. Yeah. Oh, Thanksgiving episode. Zombie turkey. Yeah. Just remember the show's oh. aware of the podcast and they want to hear what you've got to say too. Because, right. you know, if the more feedback they get, the more uh, they can go to the network and say, hey, this is what the fans like or want. And so right. let's empower them. Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Get it out So there. give us your feedback so they can have feedback too. Yes, give us your feedback, your zombies, your feedback. Your your, your dead turkey zombie. Your dead turkey zombie. (laughs) Go out there and watch Thanks Killing next week. There you go. That's your your, your, uh, your horror movie for Thanksgiving. Thanks Killing. (laughs) Dress up your turkeys like zombies and uh, send in your pictures. Oh, (laughs) Susan, you want to get us out of here. All right. All right. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> I give you mercy. <laughs> uh, oh my God, I think I'm dead. 